Welcome to the X Shack, episode 5. On this episode, we'll be talking about Powers of Ten, number 3, written by Jonathan Hickman, featuring art by R.B. Silva, and colors by Marty Gracia. Warning, spoilers are ahead. Welcome everybody back to the X Shack. Um, this is going to be a very short episode, uh, just because um, this picks off of what happened, uh, picks up after what happened in the last issue of Powers of Ten, and it's pretty much straight to the point. Um, there are some new tidbits of information given in this issue, um, but for the most part, it's it's pretty straightforward. Um, well, first thing we find out is that. Uh, Humanity seems to have uh, willingly given up its humanity by uh, teaming up with the Sentinels. Now, that uh, definitely seems like, uh, you know, a a logical conclusion, considering that they are working um, with, for all intents and purposes, the Sentinels, um, led by Nimrod. Um, But we see that they get to, um, I can't even really say a certain age, um, because they're actually... Uh, integrating technology into a infant in the beginning of the issue and then the party is crashed uh, by the surviving soul mutants um, led by apocalypse and uh, we find out the designations of some of these mutants um, including that uh, yes indeed the mutants we saw in the last issue with apocalypse are his four horsemen and uh, we find out that uh, Wolverine is war and uh, Zoran is death and the mutant North is pestilence and famine is the hybrid of Krakoa and Cypher. We also find out that, um, you know, some of these mutants who they are mixed with, but uh, that's kind of not really an important thing right now. Uh, the mission is a, for all intents and purposes, a almost suicide mission as Wolverine stated in, in the last issue. Um, it seems that they've broken off into groups and one group is to cause a distraction by attacking the um, human um, sentinel church for all intents and purposes. I guess that's what we call it. Uh, and um, we see that uh, Nimrod's not really too concerned with this. You know, he doesn't really see the big whoop about them attacking the, the church and he kind of thinks there may be more to this. So he decides not to go into battle. Um, we also find out that by teaming up with the Sentinels, um, humanity is now worshiping them as gods. Um, they are the new gods of humanity. And we see that um, Wolverine and Apocalypse, they decide to uh, be the actual mission that is intended to um, uh, take place. Uh, they are there to basically raid the repository of the Sentinels to kind of grab um, some files that they were looking for. If you remember the whole um, hard drive that was stolen, the idea is that they are looking for a specific piece of information and uh, they find this piece of information. It turns out that this piece of information is 
the exact start date or the um, online date of Nimrod. So now they know exactly when Nimrod went into production and when he he went online. So it seems that they want to stop um, Nimrod from being born or, or going online. Uh, meanwhile, the other half of the team is um, confronted by Nimrod's uh, second in command. And this is a battle that they're not going to win. So um, it is revealed that uh, well, all of us know this, but it's revealed that uh, Zoran's mass contains a singularity. So all intents and purposes, it, it contains a black hole. And um, the threat is given that they will unleash his black hole and destroy everything. And of course, the Sentinels aren't really believing this until uh, the mask is removed. And as you can imagine, chaos ensues. Um, Wolverine attempts to battle Nimrod, but that doesn't go very well. And Apocalypse says that he's going to step in and Wolverine needs to complete this mission. And uh, yeah, we get Nimrod versus Apocalypse, was, which is a battle that I um, would have maybe dreamed up and never thought that I would see. But we are seeing it. Yes, indeed. And Apocalypse doesn't seem to be faring very well with, against Nimrod. Um, he, he does hold his own. But uh, Nimrod kind of taunts him and tells him that, you know, you believe in survival of the fittest and look where you're at now. For all intents and purposes, he may not make it out of this alive. While this is going on, Wolverine completes the mission by finding Moira Mattaggart. Yes, there is a version of her in this future who has been locked away for whatever reason. And she is giving given the file, the um. It's actually like a uh, crystal that holds the information and she is told that uh, she must complete this mission and Wolverine apologizes for what he must do now. And of course, if you've been reading along or you've been following along with the these episodes, then you know Moira's mutant ability is to be reincarnated. But in order for that to happen, she must die. So we end the issue with Wolverine giving her a nice quick stab through the chest um, and then the remainder is just backup material, uh, continuing the timeline of Moira Mattaggart. Um, we find out that I believe this life of hers that she was on was, uh, the ninth life. So this was the ninth life of Moira. Um, so as you know, the one that we've been dealing with is the theoretical, um, 11th life, I believe, or the 10th life. Uh, yeah, life 10 is the one that we're dealing with. So this is the life that was right before her um, coming back and revealing to Charles that she's a mutant, bringing us to the current events of the previous issue where um, Professor X's team led by Cyclops is getting ready to go on a mission to stop which I guess we know now is the birth of this new Nimrod. Um, pretty straightforward issue. Uh, a little bit of revelations here. Uh, like I said, the, the biggest revelation was the um, mission that Apocalypse's horsemen went on. And uh, the secondary bit of information was basically um, who some of these mutants are mixed with, even though we've already kind of known. Um, so yet again, continuing a, a very good trend for these X books. Uh, we're ramping up the action. We're ramping up the story. Uh, we're getting really into the meat of what's been going on or what's what's possibly going to happen or what is um, 
the foundation for what's going on in house right now. Um, so now we need to see what happens in the next issue. I'm assuming that now we're going to go to the mission to stop Nimrod from coming online, which this seems to be leading right into. And uh, I think that we are still moving and chugging along pretty good. Uh, this has been a very, very, very good story so far. And I know that I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, I, I like to talk X-Men and this is giving me a reason to talk about the X-Men. Um, but this is really a fun story so far. Um, it's interesting to see some of the characters um, that are appearing. I know that you've heard me a couple of times mention the fact that I originally thought that Groot may have been a part of the mutant team. But um, we find out that no, it is not Groot. It is um, Krakoa mixed with Cypher. Seems that Krakoa decided that he needed a physical body and he took over the body of Cypher. Um, so we are... We are right in the midst of it. We're right in the thick of everything. And I'm kind of curious to see whether or not Apocalypse made it out alive. Um, while he did hold his own against Nimrod, Nimrod still seems to possibly be able to overpower um, Apocalypse, especially considering he's a Sentinel. You know, they're designed to adapt and to neutralize mutants. And when it's all said and done, uh, even with all of his technology, um, that he got from the externals, um, not the externals, but from the, um, I can't, I, my mind went for a blank. I can't think of where Apocalypse got his technology from. It wasn't the externals, um, the Eternals, I think it was. Yeah, I think he got his, his, his technology from the Eternals. Um, but even with all of that, he still seems to not be able to overpower Nimrod. And now we need to see where this story carries on from here. Um, like I said, this was going to be a pretty short episode. We need to get right into Powers. Um, last week, Powers came out, so another Powers came out uh, this week. And we are still chugging along with the story. I um, want to continue to thank everyone who's listening to this and enjoying this. Um, I really appreciate the support and appreciate that uh, there are still a group of people out there who would like to hear about the X-Men. Um, I want to also say that uh, I appreciate everything that you guys do and appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to each one of these episodes. Uh, I really love the X-Men and I love the opportunity to sit here in the X-Shack and talk about the X-Men. Uh, I would just say, you know, the usual like, share, subscribe. If you want to leave your thoughts, opinions or even your theories on what may be happening or what's going to happen when this when this event is over and we get into the main X books, um, we've got a look at some of the teams and it's been pretty interesting. Now, for the uh, purposes of the way that this is set up, I do not use the cipher for the show to try to decode what's going on. Um, I still want a little bit of mystery there. Uh, maybe when this is set and done, I'll go back and look at all the ciphers and decode all the messages and see how much of it was um, basically given to us but for those who don't know there is a cipher for the Krakoan language so you can decipher a lot of the symbols that you see inside these X books um, but yeah until next time I will see everybody later